welcome to the episode 10 of the Naomi Show. And today I wanted to talk about another article. Um, I love these articles because they talk about like different mental health issues, different social issues, that I find quite interesting. So I thought it would be a good idea to talk about it in this episode. So I have my computer here already all charged. All charged. I'm sorry. So it's full battery, um, and I have everything I need just to read this article and to start this episode. So let's, shall we begin? Okay, I'm gonna begin. So first up, this article is called, is um, titled, Unteetered, Claustrophobic and Stress, How COVID-19 is Taking a Harsh mental toll on young adults so on young sorry on young adults so basically it says here many young people's mental health is deteriorating as a result of the pandemic here are some of their stories in addition to expert advice for these looking for help so this article uh, has been written september 29th 2020 at 10 30 at 10 33 sorry a.m by daniela Pierre Bravo, uh, so yeah, Daniela Pierre Bravo, and then uh, this is what she shares basically in this article. She shares stories like uh, young young people, young adults share share their stories. Sorry, share their stories. Oh boy. Okay, so I'll read for you guys the stories. So the first one is okay. I'll explain first. Okay, okay. Uh, should I mention what she said to her? Okay, so the first part is... Sorry, guys, I'm trying to decide um, to make a decision. So it says here, when New York City went into lockdown in March, Catherine was in the middle of a uni- of an intense outpatient, outpatient program for her eating disorder. Consequently, her, fam- her, familiar, her familiar after-work routine of going to in-person par- therapy, in-person therapy quickly shifted to session behind a screen. I found the virtual programming to be more challenging in terms of remaining uh, accountable. Catherine 24 explained nothing that the experience of living alone and being isolation being isolated, I'm sorry, made managing her eating disorder even more of a struggle. As a result, as a result, let's <sighs> As a result, her mental health took a, a hit and Catherine who did not uh, want to disclose her last name due to privacy concerns went through a relapse so, yeah, so she went through a relapse because of the being you know isolated her eating disorder her eating disorder came back like times 10 so yeah that's what she's saying like it made it worse um the, the like the pandemic and being isolated made her eating disorder worse and come back like 10 times worse so yeah and next the first story is that was just like a little example of a story of this girl who had eating disorder and because of the loneliness and isolation it made her eating disorder worse that was like a little example of a couple of stories that we're gonna read here that i'm gonna read for you guys in this article so yeah the first one was about Catherine that mentioned her eating disorder the second one is Derek Odome, a 26-year-old from Louisiana who regularly takes antidepressant 
also saw his existing anxiety and depression take a turn for the worse. Uh, once lockdown orders were implanted, a self-proclaimed introvert, he noted, looking back, I didn't realize just how influential seeing and conversing with friends at work and church or chatting with the sales association at the mall or server at the restaurants of the restaurant was to the quality of my mental health even as a loner being alone all the time uh, my mental health even as a loner being alone all the time provoked uh sorry guys provoked to be too burdensome okay that's a story he said i didn't think being isolated would have such a determined a dur- your mental side effect said Derek Odom so yeah then I think the next story okay next story is I didn't think being isolated will have what is this what is the story is it the same story or a different one wait what's her name oh okay never mind guys I'm sorry I will restart so um, I didn't think being isolated would have such a detrimental side effect since I thought I was so strong and loved being alone. Derek added, nothing at one point. Okay, okay, okay. So Eric, it's not finished. He, this is his part. Okay. He said he didn't think that being isolated would have such a, a detrimental side effect since I thought I was strong. I was so strong and loved being alone. Derek added, nothing at one point. He com- He contemplated taking his own life and went as far oh my god (laughs) sorry guys and went as far to prepare a video a video suicide note okay um so that's that's Derek's story and next is Kate Heerner how do you say her last name Kate Heerner Heerner um yeah so Kate Heerner a 25 years old graduate student who struggled with sentinel sentinel affective disorder went from being surrounded by friends and seeing classmates five days a week to being completely alone in her apartment 24 7 she noted that not being able that not being physically touched uh whether it would be a hug or handshake uh and the lack of in-person interaction has taken a psychological a psychological toll on her so pretty well uh and she said is that finished like is that her end okay it's not it's not finished for her okay as she said that covid 19 lockdown has taken a psychological toll on her uh it made me feel untreated untreated i don't know how to say that word guys made me feel untreated like it were if like if i were a to disappear it might not even make a difference because no one would notice she said contemplating the sense of physical disconnection with others she noted there were nights i was laying on the floor hugging myself and crying schools and business may be opening back in many parts of the country but the stress of anxiety but the stress and anxiety over whether life will truly go back to normal and if COVID-19 infection rates will increase has taken its toll on many. I think that the feeling of claustrophobia is very real. Is very real. People are anxious about COVID. They are anxious about getting sick and living in a state of not knowing when this will end, said Dr. Gallen, 
I don't think the idea that we don't know when it will end is extremely hard for many people to live with or for some that feels intolerable. Um, The CDC recently published a study showing that 25% of the young Americans, adults, in the past month had contemplated suicide as a result of the pandemic, while others others show that over um, 150 million Americans could die by suicide or other death of despair as a result of the pandemic affecting uh, effects on mental health. Okay, that's that's basically her story that is so sad. That they think about suicide honestly in my experience um the pandemic like when we had the lockdown especially here where i where i live i don't know it was weird like some at the beginning was like oh, okay this is um i guess this is fun honestly i do agree i'm 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 a huge introvert um and i'm a, yeah so I'm, I'm a huge introvert um and i thought that oh you know being an introvert and everything that it would be like fun to just my own things and do that and do this and like i i I was fun because i was like at the beginning i think i thought it was fun so i was like oh i'm I'm gonna get to watch movies and do this and do that and spend time with my family because before we didn't really spend time like every like 24 now now we're like 24 7 we see each other so now it's like 24 7 we see each other but um because obviously we live in the same house but before everyone would go to work school whatever with their own lives and um like when we see each other it would be fun we talk about our days now we, we always like see each other so it's very um very weird like it used to be weird anyways no no but i was trying to say that basically um like we didn't see each other 24 7 it was at the beginning i think for me it was fun to spend time with my family and everything because we get to see each other as much and yeah that's it except that that's it that's all i was gonna say um except that i was also gonna say for me like it was okay like i I didn't hate it i didn't love it um i'm not gonna say i loved it but i I didn't i didn't hate it but i didn't love it so for me i didn't i didn't go through all of like those emotions people had um that we that i read in the article i I didn't like think about suicide and think about all that but there were some times where i went through like mental breakdowns and started crying but except that that's honestly the only thing that happened maybe some little fights between us but um except that just some little disagreements between us some little fights not that serious and maybe some little mental breakdowns now and then but except that i was fine honestly i was fine i was finding some new hobbies living my life so like i still am i'm still living my life but you know now there's no more um there's no more lockdowns. We'll, we'll be able to go out a little bit more and do more things. But I, I don't know. I, I didn't really enjoy. I'm not gonna say enjoyed it, but you know, it was for me it was okay. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. But um, I didn't like go through all those symptoms and all those um, like suicide thoughts and like suicidal thoughts and all that. <laughs> Thank God I don't want to go through that. But. Um, yeah, but there were some times where I was sad and going through mental breakdowns and, um, you know, fighting with other people and feeling, yeah, exactly. I had that feeling too with me, uh, the, the claustrophobic, I said, um, exactly because they mentioned here, like, feeling claustrophobic 
and I felt like that at the beginning like sometimes I would feel like I'm so trapped and I feel like claustrophobic and I didn't feel trapped and I would be like going and going and going and it was, it was that for me that was like the feeling that bothered me the most anyways that was my experience so now let's continue with the article so it says here Dr. Anthony L. Rostin chair of the department of psychiatrical uh, and behavioral health at Copper University Healthcare noted we're seeing rise of people coming into the emergency room saying they're feeling suicidal and people calling the suicide line. So yes, I mentioned the suicide line, uh, helplines and all that in my other episode. I think it was episode 9 if I'm not mistaken. Uh, episode 8 and 9, I was talking about Japan's uh, suicide rates and I think episode 9 was talking about um suicide helplines so i did talk like it comes into the same i wanted to make uh, episode 8 9 and this one 10 about suicide and the, with the pandemic and suicide rising in young people and in all ages people that's why i thought this article would fit really really well with the um it's like a continuation of episode 8 and 9 so that's why i'm talking again about suicide even though it's really really depressing Anyways, so so COVID has just affected, hasn't just affected young people uh, with mental health issues, but many young people uh, I spoke to said new mental health struggles have developed, have developed, sorry, during the pandemic. So a lot more people notice that it's not because in the stories, it's like um, young adults with that already had mental health, uh, mental mental health issues. And they said like it made it worse for them, but some other young adults that didn't have any mental issues um, mentioned, if I'm not mistaken, he's saying that it, like it didn't help for people who already had like young adults that already had mental health issues, but for many young people that didn't have any mental health issues, we'll notice that um, they start developing mental health issues. So um, that is that is quite crazy. Anyways, next story is Leia. So Leia is a tw- um, 21 years old, a former buying manager. Shares she's having a hard time managing mood swings and new anxiety as a result of being laid off due to COVID and the isolation that has come with it. So in this story, we hear a lot about, in this story, in this article, we I, I read a lot of um, the word isolation, the word mood swing, anxiety. I think that being isolated for some people it's like hell because as humans we're not supposed to be isolated 24 7 because we're just we're not made like that so basically if you you lock in a human it's like i heard i think one of my teachers in my old school mentioned that um in for um prison prison is basically you're locked up and you're isolated is um it's like the worst punishment like when someone mentions you're going to prison it's like a horrible punishment because you're going to be isolated for a while depending on what crime you committed but and that's like the worst thing just thinking you're going to be isolated and you can't cut, like get out of it so it's like the i think my teacher mentioned it was like the worst punishment anyone can go through uh, any human can go through like being isolated so i just think there's maybe people that prefer being alone but even myself as an introvert mm-mm, i cannot just like not talk to anyone and be alone 24 7 and be okay with it you know like i 
I feel like even though some people are shy and more introverted, we all need human interaction. We all need someone to talk to, no matter who it is, like conversations, nothing, everything like that. It's it's so um like we need it. We're we're humans. We're we're made. Um, sorry guys. So basically, we're made to. Sorry, <laughs> I'm keeping distracted. I'm sorry. I'm I'm back. I'm back into it. But anyways, basically, just being isolated is the work the worst thing because most people when they're too isolated, especially during the this COVID time, uh, some people commit suicide. They think about suicide, uh, die faster, especially people that were already sick, become depressed and think in their heads, I have no reason to stay alive any longer because i'm alone um people also might develop mental health issues or if they already had mental health issues it will become worse so i think that i don't have any mental health issues i don't have anything i didn't i never developed mental health issues like thank god but um i think we all need someone no matter who it is and i think during this COVID times i see that there's a lot of communities um especially in my community that are uh, making an effort to put classes uh, so you can join online like any classes of like religion uh, activities that you can join so you don't feel as alone because they know people are feeling very very isolated especially if you were someone that 24 7 you were always with people being just that change of like being completely alone um or isolated um the same, the same thing uh just being isolated makes you feel makes you feel very anxious i'm not saying that you know we see isolation as such a bad thing i mean it is bad i mean you need it really depends the person now with the covid like you know the corona everything you have to be kind of isolated because of like you don't want to catch it you want anyone to catch it if you have it the whole situation it's the law right now uh but basically i think there's you need a balance i just think with everything i i have a balance you know like you don't want to be too much with people but you don't want to be too much alone you want to have a little bit of both but also when it comes to work school you have to have a balance in between the both between your um your your work life your school life versus your personal life you have to like put boundaries and kind of find a way to have balance and everything for me Personally, that helped a lot, um, especially studying in um, doing distance learning. It really helped me to find, you know, a balance with um, school activities, life, personal life. No, 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 no. And for me, it really, really helped me find some peace because when everything is just nice and neat in my head and in my life, everything is nice and neat. Everything is, you know. Um, how do we call that everything is like organized and under control for me that helps a lot just to have not just under control but everything is like that that balance for me having balance brings me joy and just yeah so just having balance just having boundaries and separating your school life your work life with your private life and you know your personal life 
I think it really, really helps to have a balance in everything. So, I don't know. If you're that type of person that loves to... That loves organization and being... And having balance in, in uh, your life. You might, you might want to do it. I know. For me, it really helped. Anyways, next story is... My fiancé and I have been moving back and forth between our parents' home. We're constantly living with other people, rules, and on and on their time which feels very claustrophobic yes so there's a difference between also living with people your parents living at home or living with um roommates or living with i don't know your, your boyfriend your girlfriend sometimes it can feel very claustrophobic because you're 24 7 with these people you live with them it's your home it's their home as well and obviously you can feel very very claustrophobic i think just being alone you can feel claustrophobic because you're too much into your head or oh, okay it's just my candle i'm sorry i was listening to a sound you guys hear that sound okay i, I think it was my candle i don't know okay i'm sorry i got distracted again <sighs> i'm really bad at this anyways so as i was saying sometimes just feeling isolated makes you feel claustrophobic because you're too much into your head but also being with too many people is just there's too much stimulation i think for me was i get overwhelmed when there's too much happening so it can feel if you sometimes feel claustrophobic try to really separate yourself from the situation and find a way that works i just think um if one day i'm stressed or just not feeling my best or i'm not in a good mood i try to really put myself in isolation okay it's not really it doesn't it sounds like i'm locking myself in no no i just i go to my room or i go to another room in the house um where i live and uh, i try to really space myself out and find you know breathe find and feel grounded again before going back to the outside world for me it really helped basically when i used to go to like school in presence like in person um when i was younger i remember just um when i felt overwhelmed i would be like okay i need to go one second i, I need to go to the bathroom so i would just go into the bathroom breathe fix my shirt fix my skirt whatever it was fix my hair and i would breathe look at my phone a little bit and then i would be like okay i'm good <laughs> i can go back to the world I'm, I'm just very introverted i always been so it's something that really helps me is to really separate myself from a situation like after literally after family event a party that i've been to now we don't have parties but like before i would feel so exhausted i would be like i'm gonna sleep for the for like the next three weeks i'm not even joking i, I swear god it's not, it's not even stereotypical from introverted people it's actually true it's physically and mentally true anyways so find maybe just try to find solutions on how to feel less claustrophobic you know how this feeling of being trapped you are not trapped it's just it's a it's just a feeling um and i think that just finding solutions i don't know having a journal maybe will help for me that it didn't really help i mean it did it did i mean having a journal kind of helps because i can write like information in it like my personal things in it so you know if one day i don't want to tell tell my a personal thing to anyone then i just write in my journal and it, i think it helps but for me for feeling non like when i feel too claustrophobic this feeling of being trapped i go outside i go for a walk i remember i used to go for walks 
I love like um, here and where I live it's winter uh, not the moment but we have a very very long winter so what I love the most is just walking in the snow remember I used to love walking alone in the snow it was so fun and I enjoyed it I might I'm gonna do it again this year with the snow just I put my boots I put my my um obviously put my mittens my gloves my gloves and my coat and I would go walking in the snow for me that just it really helps me to get out a bit but also to not get out a bit but I mean it helps me when I'm feeling trapped or claustrophobic as we mentioned this article just going on for a walk or just going outside on my balcony really helps me a lot in terms of when I feel trapped or claustrophobic for me it helps me honestly I don't know you should you just have to find your you guys have to find your your way of dealing with feeling claustrophobic and there you go a feeling of trapped um just you know finding a solution whatever it is yeah okay so next uh someone says she's also struggles with feeling of guilt and shame due to her job loss so yes during the situation this pandemic a lot of people had um a lot of people lost their jobs and now they feel hopeless and a lot of st- even more stress has been increased because of the financial financial part like financial issues it's a, it's a big 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 problem at the moment um and then some they uh, they may also mention i i noticed i see a lot of not so nice things to myself like this one have happened to me if i were better if i were smarter had better connections were more pro- were more sorry pres- personable more personable you name it i blame myself for it she added i like to think i've nailed managing my mental health by now but i haven't there's a lot also there is also the fear of the virus itself Alan Moore, a 30 years old uh, lawyer from Virginia, struggles with the stress of, uh, over the health of his family members. It's really hard having relatives who don't buy the public health advice we're getting because many of them are at, are high risk or work in essential jobs that can't be done from home. So yeah, basically, yeah. So it says here, uh, many of them are... Wait, what did he say? Of the health of his family members, it's really hard having relatives who don't buy the public health advice um, we're getting because many of them are high risk or work or work in essential jobs that can't be done from home, he told. Okay, so basically he's mentioning it that it's a lot of pressure, not pressure, a lot of stress. Um, because of the health and being at a risk and um, he also mentions that him, uh, most of his relatives don't buy the public health service like they don't they don't um, they don't believe in it I mean they don't really they're not that worried about it because if they work in essential jobs that can be done at home like uh, pharmacist doctor dentist um, all these jobs are essential jobs that you cannot you can't be a dentist from your house like it's not possible so basically all these people they are at high risk because they work every day in a place where people could have covid especially in hospitals and even as a dentist you know like you're 
someone's opening their mouth and you're looking into their you know their teeth obviously but it's just you know there's a they're more i think maybe they don't take it they don't freak out about it because they work in that place 24 7 like um not like they work at they work in, in essential jobs um like five days a week and maybe that's why they don't like freak out as much because even though like they know they're at high risk but it's their job and they can't just you know they can't leave their job it's like an essential at the moment for them you know so i'm just saying trying to say that it's a big stress but also um he's mentioning that they don't freak as much they don't freak out as much because they're at high risk they know they're at high risk because they work in in jobs that people could have where they surround multiple people that could have covid so basically alan moore 30 says he has largely been stressed out over the health of his family members uh, because of the covid the loss of hope but thankfully has thankfully resulted in some reaching out for personal help therapy was one of the best decisions i made one person told me so yeah, most people are going to therapy i don't know if they still do therapy in person i think now it's online if i'm not mistaken i've never been to therapy so i don't know so yeah i don't know how they how it works now um okay what else so this part is not interesting so i'm gonna skip that one okay okay so here the here he gives tips he says you don't always have to be optimistic focus on being hopeful instead um seek out to others if you're feeling on the verge of a breakdown and incorporate mindfulness implement routines focus on what you can control dealing with feeling of guilt words matter so that like there's different parts of the article that that is going to be way this this episode is already long enough i don't want to make it longer but basically he gives tips on you know what to do um what could help during this hard time you know what can help and what to do if you feel like you know he gives little tips you know seek out to others all these little things for me really having a routine i think having a routine and just something i do every day um at the same time really really helps not at the same time but like something i do you know every day for me it really really helped um just you know having a routine also not living alone like i live with my family still like i live at home still so just that i think it, it kind of helped a little bit not to feel too alone so yeah basically that's that's the article today talking about claustrophobic feeling claustrophobic feeling stressed because of the covid19 so um anyways so keep hope um just be just be happy honestly i know it's hard but just try seeing the positive in everything even though it's not always positive try to make every day a good day do something that makes you happy and if you have a job feel blessed that you still have a job um you i'm I'm promise you are blessed that you have a job and because most people would love to be in your position right now because they lost their jobs and they're freaking out also just really focus on what you can control and what you can't control don't don't pay attention to it 
and if you need help maybe ask someone around you talk to someone around you um, join join therapy just do whatever you want honestly but just really find I, I can't tell you guys what to do obviously because you know who am I to say what to do what's right or what's wrong but for me that's what helps but I think everyone should just find their own ways of um of dealing with the situation their own way of dealing with mental breakdowns and being positive and all that so everyone has their own methods and own tips that they do and kind of own things that they do that helps them during um, hard times so just kind of see what works for you guys and then you know try try things and then see what works best and then yeah what works best and then after that you know try it out and keep doing it it honestly helps um, a lot so yeah just keep doing it and uh, if it doesn't work find solutions or you know go to therapy find help somewhere else um there's there's helplines there's articles like this that can help a lot to find you know if you want tips on how to deal with your mental health during the covid there's also this page that i like to go on i don't know if people like this page i know some people say like oh it's not i like this page from what i heard so it's basically called wiki it's called wiki house people are like oh you know it's not the best place to get information but i find a lot of articles on there that i find interesting like it's a tip so basically it's called wiki how it's basically a page a website that um there's tips on how to do anything and every possible thing you can think of so basically how to do exercise for your neck and back how to clean clean a jacket how to make a pumpkin spice latte so like a, a million of like a million and billion and thousands of articles not articles but like tips and basically if you want to go into you can go search whatever you want like how to be a confident teenager how to live your best life whatever how to feel confident how to be happy be in a good mood they have like tips on everything so they have like so they have like an article they have articles as well they have that you can message them you can ask questions it's like a little message box you click on it and you can uh, simply just ask questions on whatever you want and there's a uh, art entertainment cars education computers family health hobbies personal garden weight loss youth anything like anything you can possibly think of it's on this page so i personally like it if you want to know more things about like mental health you search mental but there's a little like box where you can search things it's called wiki how so big i don't know i'm i'm sure you guys heard of it and you search something like there's a little search box you search i searched mental health simply as that then they have different tips so they have how to have a good mental health how to improve your mental and emotional health um how to care for your mental health during a quarantine and how to nourish your mental health daily so yeah they have like a lot of tips and yeah they have a lot of different articles they have a lot more than this they have like 15 articles uh not articles i, I mean is it articles yeah they have 15 articles and like tip tip videos 
an, it's actually it's an it's an article i would say so they have 15 articles on how to have a good mental health i'm interested in reading this one uh this one that says how to how to how to nourish your mental health daily this one is interesting i wanted to read this one basically when you open it they have like they put the offer then they put like methods and then they put like a little description of the article then they put like method one connecting with others often uh then they put two no 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 so the first one says uh hang out with friends and family every day Having a strong and supportive network of friends and family is key to optimal mental health. So as we spoke a lot about social interaction, it helps. Honestly, I think it really helps for like, it makes you live longer. (laughs) From what I heard, it makes you live longer. So I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That makes sense, you know? Like it helps you live longer because basically it makes you happier and you have all these endorphins. Even when you're, you know, you're not endorphin, but like you're in a good mood. And I think that really helps, like, your mood and everything. And then you feel, I think you feel, um, except if, if you're hanging out with people that make you feel bad. But if you're hanging out with someone that makes you feel really good and having fun, you're laughing, I don't know. Then after, I think it really helps. It, make, it helps you make, it helps you um, live longer. Because it makes you happy. And, you know, when you're happy, you want to live. You want to live, you want to do things. So I think that's amazing. So when you spend time with others make you feel who makes you feel good your body generated hormones that lift the mood and fights stress that's good though stress is really bad for you i mean stress is good but it's not good like too much stress is not good but no stress is bad but a little bit of stress just a little bit of stress i think helps you you know put yourself into action um it says at the beginning of each week try to schedule in contact with close friends and family on a daily basis, your contact can be simple phone call, lunch dates, schedule in those connections just as you would uh, as, just as you would a doctor's appointment or a career function. While it's nice to forge friendship online through social media and group forums, aim to meet some friends in person regularly. This allows you to take a break from your daily grind and satisfy your innate need for social connections. This is this is good. So yeah, so they say that it's important to see people face to face and not just on the internet. Hmm. Anyway, so yeah, they mention I can be like a phone call, lunch date, whatever it is, and they said to schedule it into your like um agenda like a calendar basically like you go into your calendar like you you can pick like a date whatever like one day like monday i'm gonna call this person and then choose i'm gonna do this or that like it can be it can be that but also make sure the other person is available because then it won't it won't work the, the scheduling so just maybe make sure because if you want to like go on a lunch break with them or go shopping with them you have to like make sure they're available so maybe try to ask them first before sorry before putting it into your calendar but i think it's just like a phone call you can ask them like oh can i call you are, are you busy right now okay so i'll call you later whatever i think it just it helps um even just sending someone a little message to 
know, a little, not a message, a little text to tell them. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're doing well. I think it really helps, honestly. But, uh, it makes you, it makes you feel good. Um, I try to have little contacts with everyone. Every day, like my grandmother, I try to call her on the phone. And then I try to, the one is busy around me. So I really try to text, text them. Hope you're doing well. I don't know. How's work? How's classes? Surviving? Whatever. You know, sometimes it helps to um, text someone to tell them how they're doing. And if, you know, just how they're doing. And um, just, I, I mean, it feels good when you, when someone is thinking of you. Like when someone thinks of you. Sends you a little message telling you, a little text telling you, like, I'm thinking of you, I love, I miss you, and I think it, I think it makes you happy, honestly, it makes you happy. So now next is have dinner with family each night. So even just a dinner with your partner, if you don't live at home anymore, with your partner, with your roommates, can really help. It really helps because just, you know, everyone is receiving attention, everyone is, like, eating together, and I know sometimes it's hard to find this, like, not everyone is hungry at the same time. So at least, I don't know, in my family, we pick a date in particular. Um, not a date. What am I saying? We pick a day in the week um, where we eat dinner together. Where we eat, we sit down on the table and we eat dinner all together. And I think, honestly, it helps because we get to laugh, we get to talk. And all the attention is, we're all looking at each other, we're all having, like, we're all, you know, laughing with each other and telling stories and all that. So I think it really helps have only that little connection sometimes where you know you you you're there for a loved one and you're just you know you guys are talking and telling stories and and then at the end of the day i think i think it feels it feels really really good to forget about everything and just pour your attention on your loved ones and having that dinner together i think it really helps so then it says that researchers show that that a traditional a tradition of the family meal is declining. Unfortunately, only about 30 to 35% of families enjoy at least three meals weekly together. It's understandable that everyone is busy to make a goal to all sit down. But at least, like, pick maybe, I don't know, pick, you guys can pick at least one day, like, one day in the week where you guys eat together. Um, you know, your roommate, your friends, whoever it is, your best friends, you know, invite them to eat together and just like having that little connection can really help i think for the, the mood as well it says here play with your pets each day after school or work so just play if you have a pet i don't have a pet but if you do have a pet or any or like a little a dog or cat whatever it is um just play with them honestly it says it helps to reduce depression lower blood pressure a boosting relaxation um helping you yeah, and it also helps you meet other pet owners if you go like walk your dog. I think it helps, but also, yeah, so back to the family dinner thing. Um, basically, in my family, we pick Fridays, and every like today, today we're actually today is our family dinner. They were Friday, and basically, we pick every Friday, we sit at a table together and we eat dinner together. Four of us, because we're only four in my family. My little family, we're only four, so we eat dinner together every Friday. And it's just something we do every Friday. We never miss one, except if someone has, before, if someone has a party, like a little something they have that night. Um, it's okay if we miss it once, but, you know, just having that Friday, we all know that we're looking forward to that Friday to sit down and talk and all the attention 
putting just attention on people around you your loved one i think it really helps next is volunteer a few days a week so volunteering honestly can help for me i tried it out i didn't like it i didn't enjoy volunteering i mean that's not the point the point is helping others but i didn't i don't think that kind of volunteering that i did was personally for me i have to try another type of volunteering but i don't know volunteering is uh, i don't know i tried it out and i didn't love it i don't know if you're supposed to love it but it was i don't think that type of volunteering i was doing was for me personally but maybe try to like try to help it, it can't it doesn't even have to be like volunteering like with with strangers it could be just simply helping people around you helping people in your community helping your grandparents helping your brother or sister um whoever it is yeah whatever whatever it whatever it is sorry helps a lot just helping people around you is like a, a little it's like volunteering because volunteering you're helping for free and in life you're if you want to help someone you're helping it for free except if, if it's like tutoring and you want to pay someone but i think if you want someone to like pay you for tutoring them whatever that's another subject but i think it's so important to just help everyone around you like you don't have to go outside and like like help someone with their you know you can even have to join a volunteering program you can just literally join a um there's people around you you can literally just help people around you and that's like that's volunteering okay next is consume a healthy diet every day so like exercise like eats here talk about diets like they mean eat vegetables fruits like don't don't only eat chips next is exercise on a daily basis so like try to move your body at least like you know two times a week three times a week two times a week whatever works for you guys but just anything dancing um little workout videos they will work out videos that you find on youtube things like that can really help a little stretching can really help as well some yoga whatever is good for you guys i just started getting back to working out so right now i'm doing like a lot of um dance workouts and the stretches and like little um arms and leg workouts that i find on youtube that i find that really helps me so yeah that's what i kind of do right now so you guys can find on youtube or even if they give like if you're um where you live um they have like zoom classes with like zumba and yoga classes where you live it can really help so yeah exercising is important it can also be just going for a jog or a, or a walk like just going on a walk or running or whatever it is it can literally be that your exercise next is make sleep a priority each night so yeah try to sleep um i'm not saying don't sleep too much but don't sleep too little because after you know you'll be tired and then you'll you'll be unproductive that's not good so it says here incorporate stress management um into your daily schedule so something that really helps you de-stress after a long day so it could be like taking deep breaths meditation yoga uh painting reading singing whatever it is it really helps so yeah but also don't forget to you know you mentioned here don't forget to eat um to keep eating so they also said that you should eat while you're doing that eat healthy and um exercise because um it can make if you're like eating unhealthy skipping your workouts not sleeping it can make you even more stressed like it can make your stress worse like it can stress you out even more so yeah 
basically yeah that's that's basically it next is um avoid alcohol and drugs because that doesn't help at all with stress and mental health um identify sources of satisfaction at your job or school find ways to stimulate your mind learn how to process and express your emotions in a healthy way uh leverage your personal strength set realistic goals and do one thing and do one thing to reach them daily step out of your comfort zone spend 20 minutes in nature each day it says it really helps your emotional and physical uh you know mental it really helps you physically and mentally yeah, that's pretty much it there you go that was, that was like the little article i wanted to read for you guys the second article i wanted to read for you guys so yeah basically um at the end they put like little there's a little comment section and someone says like a question a question a section someone says what can you do to improve your mental health and then someone says your mental health is directly related to eating physical eating eating healthy exercising sleeping are good ways to help your mental health someone says how can my mental focus what food is good for mental health what diet affects your mental health um how do you know if you should see a therapist yeah just something like that then you can submit a question that you you want to know about mental health and you know anything you want to know people will answer for you and there's there's these therapists here uh licensed professional counselor and licensed psychologist that answers your questions so you can ask whatever you want and then they'll answer for you and then there's um so many more days so many more days what am i saying i'm sorry so many more articles about different subjects you can even search like um makeup or like anything you want like search healthy the word healthy put it in and literally it's like how to be healthy how to eat healthy uh how to have a healthy um oh okay that's something else how to have healthy hair healthy lifestyle just so many things wow healthy hair as well i think i mentioned that but i already mentioned healthy hair i'm sorry anyways i keep apologizing i will not apologize anymore Anyways, uh, that is, I think that's the end of the episode for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, enjoyed the... Huh. I'm sorry, I was reading something out of all, but anyways. Um, there you go, that's the article for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. And um, do do what helps you, like... Do things that make you happy and have it for you a good mental health, um, physically and mentally. So I think it really helps a lot to just find some things that make you happy, that you enjoy doing. It helps. So anyways, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys in the next episode.